He's from the north. She's from the south. And we want to know what's in your mouth. Hey there, and hello, and good morning, and good night. I am your Dorothy's Bornack, hostess with the mostest Munoz, and as always, sitting next to me is my one, my only, my Diane Chambers, <laughs> and best gal pal, Murray. Yay! Yay! That's me. You don't even know who Diane Chambers is. From you? Cheers. Oh, yeah! Who, who was the first one you said? Huh? Dorothy's Bornack. Who's that, though? That's Dorothy from the Golden Girls. Oh, that's her last name. <laughs> Zbornak. Oh yes. God. Yeah, no, I'm totally Diane. She's a fucking lunatic. And that's yeah. me. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm referencing it <laughs> for a completely different reason. Oh, what's that? Well, in your mouth, <laughs> podcast listeners. I mean, we might as well rip off the band. Oh, God. And let them know. We have very big news for you today. Mm, and, and it's over- a celebration. Not a memoriam. Uh, yeah. Kind of. Kind of, right? yeah. I mean, like, it's it's a melancholy moment. Right. Um, how, how much longer should we draw this out and keep <laughs> them in suspense, you know? Oh, just keep, it's keep like, pulling it. Right? <laughs> uh, should, we, uh, should we start the violins? I have cancer. I'm dying. No, that's not funny. I know that's not funny. No. Marie does not have cancer. But Marie does have a vision and a dream. And um, about 8 million plates spinning. Oh, yes. And so I received a phone call about two weeks ago Mm -hmm. with a large discussion, Mm -hmm. um, which I was happy about, Mm -hmm. believe it or not. I was happy about it. And uh, Marie has decided to follow her dreams (laughs) and make space in her life Mm -hmm. for those dreams to happen. So yes. with great sadness, mm. but a joy, but mm-hmm. with great joy and support, mm-hmm. Marie is leaving in your mouth. Oh, you know, I'm it's... sorry, in your mouthers. That is exactly <laughs> where that goes. That's how I feel about it. But the reason. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 that was just a fart. Yep. Yeah, no, you were so wonderful. So, yes, folks, I am going to be leaving in your mouth. But because it's time to let Munoz fly like a free bird. I'm like all a bird. <laughs> I want to fly away. All on his own. Keep talking. It's great. Yeah, well, the reason being, folks, <laughs> it was definitely a hard decision. I love this podcast and I've loved Everything that I've learned about food, and I've loved how our friendship has totally grown, even though, you know, after working together for since Jesus Christ, you know, this has been a huge new endeavor. Uh, Never done a podcast before. Those were a lot of loaves and fishes back then. Those were so many loaves and fishes way back (laughs) when. Um, I did not lick the loaves before (laughs) we served them to the disciples. Okay. I did not. They were pretty high maintenance, though. I'm not going to lie. Lick those loaves. (laughs) They they were like, can we wear shoes in here? And we're like, what? Why are you washing your feet in our dining hall? (laughs) Get out of here. That's disgusting. (laughs) Is there a corkage fee for all this wine? (laughs) It's never ending. 
God. Yeah, we were there, folks, at this last supper serving them. That's how long we've been doing this. No, but continue. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Well, it was a very tough decision because I do love this so much, but I haven't really talked about it, but Reformed Horrors, my musical comedy band, has released our own podcast. We're episode 10 or 11 at this point, and it's called Difficult Women. Difficult Women. Yeah. And so I just really feel that I need to focus back on my musical comedy career. Um, and when Michael and I started doing the pod, I was really in a place of just needing something completely different because I was so geared towards feminism and politics and I just needed time and, and a breath away from the president and all that sort of stuff. And this has been such an amazing and thing. I think we were both in that space when this pod Absolutely. was uh, created, to be honest with you. So folks, we've talked about this 8 million times uh in the almost 80 episodes now. And it's, we, yes, we've known each other for a long time, but yes, Marie has the Reformed Horrors and Marie does sketch comedy. And now Marie has, uh, the Reformed Horrors has a podcast and the Reformed Horrors are always going on tour. And this was always her passion. And right. I mean, and it's how, half lo- a, it's how long has the Reformed Horrors 10 been years. Ten, yeah. I mean, 10 and years. And it makes 50% of my income. So, so. it's kind of, it's, it's my job and it's my lively, livelihood. And we have a lot of fans around the world and blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Listen, I saw that we had 77 listeners out in China <laughs> the other day. <laughs> So shout out to you. That's our, right, you guys. Our Chinese, Japanese, all all of our Asian friends. <laughs> all of our Asian exactly. friends. Exactly. Yeah. I mean we have we have listeners. That's one thing that has been so incredible is over so we've been doing this now for over a year and a half and just watching our listenership grow across the world has been unbelievable. So I am very sad and and I definitely don't quit things that I start. So I don't want to view this as quitting. I really I'm excited for you to kind of fly solo. And then also whenever you would like me to come back and be a guest or, you know, help you get other people on or whatever you need, I'm I'm not going anywhere. There's no major drama. What was that major drama between the makeup people? Oh, my God. The makeup people. Yeah, the makeup uh, vloggers. That oh. oh, remember that? No. No, that just happened. Anyways, it's uh, it's two people nobody knows and nobody cares about, but only cared about because they were fighting via YouTube. That is oh, not me and so Marie. No, we're whatsoever. We're, if, when if anything, I feel like we're on we're in Seinfeld right now and we're like doing so well and it's like rather than like let it all crash and burn because I have been feeling very like spread thin lately doing yeah. I just need to write more and it's, I haven't been having the space to write and I've all that always sort of said stuff. It's so. one of Marie's greatest strengths is that she <laughs> she she's a hustler like and not yeah. you know and not one on the corner <laughs> not I mean, not her night job but like <laughs> she's she hustles and she hustles hard and so uh, when she called me and I was in the car driving to New Jersey, she started with, this is a really hard conversation. And immediately I knew where it was going, but I said, this shouldn't be a, a hard conversation at all because you know I support you. I've always supported you. And I'm like, yeah, make some space for the things that like mm-hmm. are, like that you want to do and where you want to be. Because to be honest, we were both in a space of needing something new when this started. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are a little late to the pod, it all started with a phone call, mm-hmm. right? I got, I was in the shower, and right. I, I was in the shower, and I got out, and I was soaking wet, and I called Marie up, and I said, "This is the year we need to do something," and I think it's a podcast called Sausage and Tuna, <laughs> and she's like, "Yes, but we can't call it Sausage and Tuna." <laughs> and then a week and a half later, <laughs> legit, a week and a half later, 
We were recording. We were recording. <laughs> Which is crazy. In my apartment, and we couldn't get through that first recording. That's right. Do you not? We were laughing so hard. We were laughing just... so hard about Big Sally's rectal thermometers, <laughs> and we just could not, like, we just couldn't get past Wait, that. do we have that copy of Big Sally's? Yeah. Why don't we just do, why don't we do, we don't do it anymore, but folks, when we first started the podcast, we would do these fake commercials and we kept getting people saying like, oh my God, where can I get that rectal thermometer or where can I get those rubber sheets? It was more like, oh my God, you guys are doing so well so quickly. You have all these like commercials and sponsors. (laughs) And I would look at them and say, really? And they're like, yeah. I was like, Big Sally's rectal thermometers? (laughs) Stoolies rubber sheets. <laughs> Those are fake ads, people. <laughs> but so we had to stop because yes. people didn't understand that they were just jokes. But what? for old times' time's oh, sake, sake, let's yes. Um, and while let's I read one up, I um, I what you call it? Dorothy's Bornack and Diane Chambers are two of the most famous goodbyes, television oh. goodbyes. Because uh, Dorothy breaks up the group at the end, and um, B. Arthur wanted to leave. Um, while the show was at its height. Oh, and really? Why did yeah. she want to leave? Because she was just done with it, and she didn't want to... She, You know? Yeah. She just was like, we're at a, a height. I'm done with this. You know? I'm good. Mm-hmm. She pieced out. And then, uh, same thing, Diane Chambers left. Yeah. Cheers. And then was and replaced. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. So anyways, that's why I used... Um, that's why that's I why use, use B. Uh, oh, Arthur okay. and Diane sure. Chambers. That makes it's, sense. It's like memorable goodbyes of people we love. Oh, you see, you well, see I, I love that. Well, in honor of me, then let's <laughs> together. Let's together <laughs> throw it back. <laughs> the Big Sally's rectal thermometers. <laughs> hey, Marie, when was the last time you had your flu shot and or got sick? Ooh, that's a good question, Munoz. Hmm. When I really think about it, probably sometime last year. Hmm. Well. Poo-poo on that. I stopped getting those a long time ago because I love having my temperature taken anally. Oh, (laughs) of course you would. Yeah. (laughs) It's the best feeling. And Big Sally's rectal thermometers slide in with ease to make taking that 100.3 temp super easy and quick. You don't even need the lube. You don't. Big Sally has been around the block and around since 1967, taking temperatures one anus at a time. Hard to believe. <laughs> right? And, and if you... <laughs> you see in your mouth, pod listeners. This is why we're good we, we, we couldn't get through it the oh, first time. God. And we can't get through it now. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sally's rectal thermometer since 1967. Get a 10% discount if you use the code in, in your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> and people are like, how do I... Yeah, the code isn't working. And we're like, there's no... What the fuck? You guys, we made it up. It's... So we stopped doing commercials. But you know who we do legit can say is a sponsor of In Your Mouth. And still will be. Yes. Yes. Swig Swig and Swallow. An all-natural cocktail mixer. Mm -hmm. The jar comes half full. Add your favorite spirit, shake, and sip responsibly. (laughs) Swig and Swallow, a official sponsor of... In, in your, your mouth. mouth. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, How exciting. Such oh. a long way we've come. That's right. From Sally Rectal, Sally's rec- big rectal thermometer to... No, big s- Sally's rectal. Big Sally. Oh, <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> to Swig and Swallow. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Uh, well, <laughs> the memories, memories. Well, 
I want to break open this bottle of champagne. It's not even champagne. It's just sparkling wine from California. Oh, lovely. Status platinum. Would you like some? Yes. Just because this I mean, isn't a sad affair. It isn't. We are we are sending uh, Marie off in a regal manner. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the queen send off. That's right. Like when they step down. Yes. And um, I will be taking over the pod, guys. Woo! You already have microphones. I'm like, what the fuck? I already have microphones. <laughs> um, there will be a new theme song as of next Tuesday. Good. And a new logo. Great. I was going to say, you should do all that. Yep. It's all, it's all <laughs> in the works and almost done. And I'm going to start recording next week. I may have to take a slight hiatus. Um, but then I'll be right back with Brand Spanker new episodes. Ah, yeah, that was that was my anus. Now open oh the <laughs> now open the champagne. Oh well, this is a celebratory episode. It is, and uh-huh. to celebrate you, Marie, uh-huh. I thought we'd go down memory Mamory Lane <laughs> of twenty four snacks from your childhood. They no longer make. Oh. Yeah. Things that have disappeared. Things that we loved that may have disappeared. <laughs> Just like me. Yeah, like <laughs> Planters cheese balls. What? They aren't around anymore? No, apparently not. Oh. Um, Keebler Magic Middles. Oh, do you remember those? No. What are you so cheap with this? Yeah, so uh, she poured. It was all bubbles. <laughs> she there gave you me. Go. She really gave me a swallow. All right. Well, cheers. Oh. Cheers to you. Yeah. And your new endeavor and me yes. and mine. Cheers. Mm. Oh, that's oh, it's so sweet. Is it's it so sweet? Is it Moscato? No. Mm. Just sparkling wine from Cali. Yeah, I love that. I mean, mm. that's good. Do you remember Keebler Magic Middles? Mm-mm. There was like these like soft cookies with like a chocolate Ooh. filling in the center. No, I don't remember. What about Pop Tarts chocolate vanilla creams? <gasps> Fuck that. Orbits. <laughs> Do you remember Orbits? No. It was this drink with these tapioca balls that would uh, float around in them like that. Oh, those are gone? Yeah. And Rosie O'Donnell uh, used to promote these on her show. Because she just loved them tiny little balls floating yes. around. Hello. Who doesn't? <laughs> tiny bubbles. Wow. Doritos 3D. Um, Doritos didn't realize that we live in a 3D world. <laughs> like the world. Is- oh, they're like bugles. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Rice Krispie Treats uh, cereal. Yeah, because that gave diabetes to uh, like half of the <laughs> population. So they were like, no. Ninja Turtle Pies. Do you remember those? No. Really? <gasps> Fruitopias. I never drank this. This was pa- past my time. No, no. <gasps> I do remember Oreo O cereal. Because yes. that would make you climb the walls because there's so much sugar in it. Oh, my God. Burger Ch- Burger Ching Kicking Fries. Burger what? <laughs> Burger King chicken fries? I mean Burger King chicken fries? I thought that they brought those back this year. Did they? Mm. Do you remember Heinz Easy Squirt ketchup that was purple? Ew, no. That looks like... That's disgusting. Yeah. That's gone. That should stay gone. Yep. Mm. Um, do you remember the McDonald's Arch Deluxe? No. When this came out, I really liked it. The year was 1792, <laughs> and I was on the bus and truck tour of You Can Take It, Just Take It. <laughs> I do remember Shark Bites Candy. <sighs> do you remember those? And they'd have the white sharks, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, my God, I got a white one. Yeah. 
And then like you'd get bullied and then they'd take your gummies and then they'd eat all your white sharks. Yeah. Well, why has it got to be a white shark? Why, why yeah. do you only have to eat the white shark? I mean, the day I see a black shark swimming around in the ocean, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> what's that? Finally, some diversity. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Apple Newtons? Mm-mm. They were like fig Newtons, but only filled with apples. Huh. Actually, maybe I do remember those. I think my mom might have gotten them because she thought they were healthier. Fig Newtons were like the healthy cookie, but yeah. really they weren't. Right. But they're delicious, though. Mm. Do you remember Squeeze-Its? Yes. I, I was the queen squeeze of Squeeze-Its. I bet you are. <laughs> Isn't that what they call uh, Bill and Ted? <laughs> yep. Squeeze-Its. Squeeze-Its. I loved Squeeze-Its. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, my God. Well, Marie. Hmm. I'm sad to see these snacks go and sad. And we're sad to see you go. We <laughs> should. I, I really want to play like in memoriam music. Aww. Or wait, uh, we should have invited Cindy Lauper on. <laughs> we should have. To, to be like, if you're lost, you can look and you will find me. Don't cruise time <laughs> after time. <laughs> well, I'm for one, am still very upset that we never got Paul Fauti on the pod. Little do you know, I've booked Paul Fauti. Shut up. <laughs> if you get him and I'm not on that podcast, you, you I'm going to gonna, I'm gonna stop talking to you. You're going to have to come back <laughs> for that one. Well, I've been trying really hard to find um, his... He's not... I don't think he is... Or he was on Twitter and he hasn't been on Twitter in a while because I tried to like tweet no, at I him. No, t- um, early on I tweeted at him and I sent him an email and I sent whatever... His like, manager. Yeah, his manager yeah. an email. Nothing. Yeah. No response. Well. Response, say. Other people on the pod, I mean, uh, other people on the internet have been having a hard time getting in touch with him as well. Because that was one thing I was trying to surprise you with for our, this final episode would be Paul Poti. That would have been incredible. But so many people make fun of him, and I really legitly want to be like, no, I'm. we're not making fun of him. We're like, we're like really curious about how this uh, semen cookbook came about. Yes. This man cooks with semen, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and we, I just am dying to talk to him. Like, I'm, just, I'm not going to eat his food, but I'll talk to him about it. Yeah. Would you eat it? I would eat it if I knew the source of the semen. Like, if you knew it was his semen and he was sitting on my couch right now talking, and then would you eat his no, bun no, no, cake? No, no, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat his semen because I don't know him. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, not to say that. Would you well, eat your own semen cake? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why I not? don't know if I would eat yours. Like cake. if it if it was, yes, if it came from the the horse himself. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I mean, listen, I've had I've had an escondolo evening in the city once or twice in my life, so I'm no stranger <laughs> to some strange semen. But um, I'm talking Fleet Week. Mm. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, like I think if I knew the source. You know, it's kind of like free-range chickens or like <laughs> Wagyu beef. You know where the cows come from. Mm-hmm. And you know the farm. You know, heritage pigs. and. Well, Paul, Paul Foti right now is working on his third cookbook on squirting. So it takes quart, quarts of squirts. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? On squirting? But I do think that he should. I mean, if you're going to do semen, you got to do that mysterious liquid that comes out of some women. Oh, yeah. Yes. That, yeah. That is not urine, as some men say. No, it's not. Oh, oh, that's where you were going with that. Wow. Yeah, squirts. Oh, Squirting. Yeah. 
You don't like? <laughs> well, I never had it. I never had it. I, funnily enough, though, I was talking to a friend, a girlfriend's boyfriend, mm -hmm. and that subject came up, and he was like, so, like, if I brought you some of hers, you wouldn't, like, taste it because we're having this whole conversation? I was like, no, no. Oh, no. no. You were talking about squirting? Yeah. And he said his girlfriend squirts? Yeah. And he was going to bring you a taste? Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you can like, be the next Paul Fauci, though. I know. You know what? Let's just put it in a nice tray and freeze <laughs> it. <laughs> Shake up a martini with it. Extra dirty, honey. No. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you have any favorite, um, <laughs> like, you know, we've also talked about, like, you know, something like the disappearing gay bars and, like, uh, you had mentioned that we talked about disappearing restaurants, and I don't really remember this episode, but do you have any favorite, like, like restaurants that are, like, long gone that, like, you know? Uh, you know, you asked me this, and I was trying to think, and then I thought immediately, Shoney's. Shoney's is a southern chain that I thought, when you asked this question, was gone. But you know what? Lo and behold, I Googled it. Shoney's has not disappeared. Shoney's is still thriving. Oh, really? It took a big dip. So Shoney's, uh, you wouldn't know that what Shoney's is, but because it's a southern chain restaurant that started in Nashville and Shoney's I've been to a Shoney's I mean Shoney's is near and dear to my heart because I used to skip Sunday school sorry Jesus um oh, I thought you were go. about to be like I used to skip from my parents house all the way uh, there with my pigtails <laughs> and my pom-pom socks I would just skip all the way to Shoney's no I would skip Sunday school and go to Shoney's for the breakfast bar hello oh, on God. Sunday mornings <laughs> and like there would be a group of us that would like be like yeah yeah we're going to school and then get in somebody's a senior's car and like drive and um the breakfast bar was amazing because like i think it was 3.99 or something and it was disgusting but amazing like that the freeze-dried eggs and like the the crazy orange cheese sauce that you would then drizzle over the freeze-dried eggs then the, the best part though was um the white gravy that you would put on the biscuits mm. and then they'd have french toast sticks and you could, I mean, we, I would just load up and then we'd come back and then our parents would be like, how was Sunday school? I'd be like, great. It was so good. But anyway, Shoney's took a dip because people just kept, once Yelp came about and like people were yelping about Shoney's because the food is like, yeah, not the, yeah. Um, then they started having to close all these different locations. So that's why I thought it was one of my favorites that are gone because I haven't seen that Shoney's sign glowing in the distance for a while, but it's back. It's there. They never really went anywhere there, but they're just, they have select locations, but all over the South. I mean, I think there's over 200 locations still, oh <laughs> but Shoney's Shoney's breakfast bars where it's at. Yeah. I miss, um, way back <laughs> when it old New York used to be able to get like, these massive like corned beef sandwiches, pastrami sandwiches, like New York pastrami, mm. like Carnegie Deli, the Roxy. Mm. You know, the only thing that exists still is Katz's, you know, and who's going to go down there? Uh, also, they're $26 yeah. now, the sandwich? Yeah, but back back in the day, you used to get this sandwich that could feed four. A wow. sandwich. So good. Wow. Pastrami. Pastrami and Swiss on rye. Mm. Mm. Some Russian dressing. Ah, uh, uh, Some mustard. Some well, spicy brown There's mustard. so many of my favorite bars that have closed in New York since I've lived here for 14 years. I can't remember the names of them because I'd always just stumble to the location. <laughs> 
But like, there's so many in the Lower East Side. That's where I, like when I first moved to New York, Mm -hmm. one of my best friends lived in that area and we all would just convene in the Lower East Side and just like go bar hopping. And none of those bars exist still today. None of them, huh. which is, I mean, now one's well, like a Chipotle, another one's a CVS, another yeah. one is a Starbucks. All my favorite gay bars, too, from back yeah. in the day. Yeah, There used to be this gay coffee shop called The Big Cup. Oh. And The Big Cup was like a bar, mm-hmm. but it was a coffee shop. Right. So it was everything, because you'd go during the day and, like, it'd be places, it's, you know, I'd sit there and write, you know, disparaging things <laughs> in my... Uh, in my journal like dear diary <laughs> life is so terrible nobody i could never meet a man oh my god they were like the worst <laughs> the worst i came i came of age a little late in my mm. <laughs> my early 20s was a little rough um and Aww. so yeah but you it was like this big like kind of cruisy social coffee shop huh. but it was a coffee shop but like you felt like you were in a bar everybody it's not it's not longer it's no, no longer it's there. a nail salon And then there was like places like Splash or Opaline or um, Boys Room, just these really, or The Slide, all these really fun gay bars that don't exist anymore, Mm. right? That's like reminiscent of a very old New York and an old, a very different nightlife that used to happen here Mm. that doesn't exist anymore. Well, that Sex in the City restaurant is gone. Sushi Samba, peace out. Sushi Samba's out, but then also that other one in Union Square, uh, the turquoise, it was like clock oh, something. Oh, no, something. coffee shop? or Co- Coffee shop. Coffee shop's gone, yep. I coffee shop is gone. Oh, you work there? Yeah. Oh, we talked about that on Sex and City episode, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. I think so. Um, and mm. then Republic right next to also gone. And Republic. Oh, I love that place. Gay owned and run. Really? The yeah. These two, uh, I, they were partners, like married, I think. Uh-huh. Ran it. It was so good. And Heartland Brewery next door is gone. I know. But Republic was so great because that was the best place that you could like pop in in Union Square and grab a $10 lunch very quickly because everything came out so fast. And and, and be by yourself. It was like a perfect place to eat Mm -hmm. solo. And one of my favorite things from Republic, especially during the winter, they had this like tomato broth because it was uh, like Thai. Mm -hmm. It was Thai food. Mm. But it was like this tomato broth, ramen-y sort of noodle noodle soup that had beef in it. Oh, my God. It Mm. was the perfect thing during winter. I get the dumplings. Oh, my God. Their dumplings were so wet and juicy and delicious. Well, the city, the, uh, the something that the city isn't lacking is dumplings. <laughs> That's, That's true. for sure. I know. But you know what we are missing? Mm. A throwback to our favorite part of the pod. Aww. I think in honor of Marie's <laughs> uh, Bon Voyage. Yes, yes. We, we should do a sampling of some of our favorite, but a reminiscent, mm-hmm. a reminiscent version of our favorite part of the pod. And we're not going to give you a normal food news update. No, ma'am. We're going to talk to you about the old ones that we love, mm-hmm. kind of like Marie's old ass. Oh, well, that's lovely. Well, so, yeah, let's just then reminisce about Food News Update. Get ready for this, Munoz, because I am going to surprise you with this. IHOP announces another name change after last year's burger drama, leading to speculation, confusion, and worry. Wait, they changed it to IHOB. Yep, for the burger. For the burgers. Uh-huh. If you don't remember that, folks, it was a stunt I have tried to pull. Yes. And that, so thinking back to all the food news updates, that for me is one of my most memorable because 
I kind of flipped out thinking that that was for, I was like, I completely fell for it. Okay. I was, uh-huh. I was gullible and I believed that they're really changing it to IHOB uh, for the burger, but no, it was just a publicity stunt. But then somehow we missed this because back in February, they tried to pull the wool over our eyes again by changing it or, or debuting rather, I guess, because they already have the P in the IHOP. They, they were like, we're not going to, we don't have to change it, but they have a uh, Panna Kitsa? Panna who? Panna. Hold on. <laughs> What'd you call me? How do you, how did they say it? What is it? I think, Pan- I think, I think it's Pankitsas. Pankitsas. Which are pancake pizzas? Pancake pizzas. So this was a whole other publicity stunt. And I'm going to try to play you whatever legally we can of this. Well, wait a minute. Is, a pan- is it a pancake crust pizza? It's, it, no, it's just a pan- huge pancake in a fucking pizza box. Oh. I hop. But listen to this jingle. Okay. This is why I have to quit the podcast. <laughs> I have to go into the world and help people write better jingles. But listen to this. Okay, wait, I'm going to fast forward because I don't think legally I can. (laughs) Wait a minute, did I write this? (laughs) It sounds like something right out of my head. I know. I kind of love it. Isn't it amazing? The fact that he goes so high, soprano-ish, I was like, oh, Munoz would love this. I How know. did we miss this? This came out in February. I know. But so, yeah, they, they're not serving these anymore. But had you lived in Chicago, Dallas, L.A., or New York, like ourselves, uh, DoorDash for $0 would deliver you panakitsa, panakitsas, <laughs> I can't even say it, panakitsas, to your door. Wow. Uh, for for no delivery fee. That's amazing. I hop. Uh, you know, uh, bravo. You know what? You you you, you keep trying. Just keep, keep trying. Try. <laughs> no, good job. Good job. Good job. Some someday something will something will some yeah something will happen. I mean, just stick you know what? To pancakes. Why do you got to get them all fancy? Uh, exactly. Well, you know what? One of my favorite food news updates is what? Suspicious object shuts down Chicago Street and turns out to be Chef Boyardee can on wheels. <laughs> that one was a good one. That poor little college boy. So if you don't remember this uh, college kid, I guess for a school project, uh, made this like Chef Boyardee can on wheels, like, a, mm-hmm. like a, a car and put it out in the middle of the street and then left it there allegedly to go maybe go take a photo of it from above or something. Someone called. The police, oh. all of a sudden, like there was like 15 police cars. They shut down the train line. And this poor kid was like, this is just my school project. Oh, <laughs> poor little baby boy. This is one of my favorites, though. Mm-hmm. Suspicious package at 24, 247 South State Street. <laughs> <laughs> Could you? I mean, I just can't imagine the police, police officers coming and be like, it's just a can of Chef Boyardee on wheels. <laughs> My favorite still is that the internet, the fucking internet, released a picture of, <laughs> of an artist rendition of the suspect, and it was a <laughs> it was a picture of the chef himself, <laughs> Chef Boyardee. <laughs> and then that other guy was like, 
that's Wait funny. a minute. That was that was mine. You're supposed to deliver. You're supposed to drive that over to this street. Right. My I ordered Uber that from. Confused. Yeah, I ordered that from Postmates over an hour ago. They need to head west on Van Buren. <laughs> I love that. You know. Oh, amazing. That's a really good one. Well, I have one more to share. Okay. <gasps> Complaint about $22 avocado toast order leads to Twitter dumpster fire. Oh, no. Do you remember this? Yes. That girl, y'all, <laughs> bless her heart, ordered a avocado toast for $22. She paid $22 for an avocado. Where in some spots, especially even in this city, you can get a dollar mm-hmm. for a dollar mm-hmm. and a piece of toast. Yeah. And not like fancy toast, no. not like bakery fresh ciabatta or something. Right. Or sourdough. Mm-mm. It was like a piece of whole wheat. Yeah. And she tweeted, I seamless a $22 avocado toast and this is what just arrived. And she attached a photo of a dismal-looking slice of bread beside a pile of avocado that looked like it was trying to escape from its to-go box. That's Thanks, Vice.com. That was funny. Uh, but then less than 24 hours later, the tweet ha- was liked 4,500 times, and it just went completely viral. But people were then attacking this woman about, like, privilege and, you know, all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and isn't she a lawyer or something? Like, so, I mean, she she's something... very well off. I mean, yeah. paying $22 for some avocado. But um, yes, Twitter said, and anyone who pays 22 bucks for pureed avocado slapped onto a piece of toasted bread deserves to get burned. Uh, I mean, there's so many other worse oh things that you people say on here. You know who makes a great avocado toast, which is about $22? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, have you ever been to Bluestone Lane? Bluestone no. Lane is um, an Australian coffee shop that's kind of um, invaded the city. There's about like... No, because those coffee they co- the pay the pay the coffee costs like seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's no, delicious. It's so anywhere. delicious. Mm-hmm. But they serve food at some of their cafes, and one of them is an avocado toast that you can mm-hmm. add. So it comes with like avocado, red chili flakes, and I think like soft crumbled feta or goat or something. It's delicious on this massive piece of like artisanal bread. Delicious, and I think there's like sliced like heirloom cherry tomatoes on it and like mm-hmm. microgreens. Great. But then you can add prosciutto or smoked salmon. Oh, and then shit. you can add like, or bacon, or then you can add a poached egg or two. So by the time you finish adding everything, it's, mm-hmm. it's about like a $30. Av- but it's well worth it. $30. It's well mm-hmm. worth it. Well, I think there's even a picture of it on our Instagram. Someplace. Interesting. It's well worth it. Well, this person said, I seamless a $40 PB&J, and this is what just arrived. <laughs> and then there's a picture of... <laughs> of uh, Peanut butter jar and a jelly jar in between Smashed. two smash. Yeah. What I mean, piece of Twitter can be really mean if you, you know, if you go there to be like, wah, 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 then they're going to be bull all over you. Recently, Twitter Terrible. blew up about um, a socialite woman that Marie and I have encountered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who's not very lovely, who's going down because no. she's adjacent to a scandal, a Hollywood yeah. scandal. Michael has been loving texting me all the oh press my God. about it. Listen, I reply. You can go on my Twitter if you really want to know who it is because I replied to Bethany Frankel and I said, girl, you think you got stories. I got stories. Oh, my God. Right? I, I was like, you know what? Because that's karma. 
Yeah, because that woman was out of how many years since Jesus we've been serving? serving, That woman is probably the worst person we've ever Ever had to serve. Ever, 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 ever. Nasty, nastiest person. person ever. So if you really want to know, go on my Twitter, at The Kitchen Gailey. You can see who (laughs) we're talking about. Um, Well, I think that that (laughs) ends this reminiscent (laughs) food news news update. update. Wow. Goodbye. Goodbye to you, Marie. Don't worry, this is a two-part episode. Yay! I'm not leaving yet, you guys. You gotta tune in next week for the finale where I have fireworks I'm gonna set off in my apartment. Out of her vagina. Little do you know Marie's vagina resembles a demogorgon. Like, yes, oh my god that's true right like it's like that you know how those demogorgons because they're like those beautiful flower heads but then they open up with all those teeth like, <laughs> that is me that's right did you finish watching stranger things no i didn't watch it oh at all i watched the first season oh it's so good yeah so i good. need to watch more yeah anywho Oh, my God, Marie. No, yeah, we are going to be doing one more finale episode. So, folks, you've got to tune in. Next week is the finale. But since we're still here, (laughs) since I'm still here, um, who's been your favorite guest on the pod? My favorite guest. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. My favorite guest? Um, I always defer to Marty Cummings because I thought he was just really fun and really informative most recently michelle ragusas mm-hmm. that was cool because was you know combo. why yeah because we didn't expect that you and i were wowed by her yeah we were yeah. like floored it was very inspiring about very walking ins- through fear walking through fear and go back and listen to that mm-hmm. and like she's just so inspirational and not to say that we didn't expect her to be inspirational but like the journey she took us on mm-hmm. about like lifting yourself up and walking through and battling for what you want, which is actually very apropos to what you're doing right now is walking through fear and letting some things go that you love in your life to, you know, to make space for the things that you really want. Yes. You know, what about you? Um, I really enjoyed the conversation with Trish Nelson about the Me Too movement and how she and her friends took down Mm -hmm. uh, Ken Friedman from Mm -hmm. The Spotted Pig and Mario Batali. That was really cool. I couldn't believe that she uh, was available to talk to us. That yeah, was neat. That was really neat. Um, While she was getting her electrical work done. Yeah, her pool. No, um, her pool. No, that was. Oh, the neighbor. Was, oh, that, that was, oh, right, right. Trish was getting the electrical work done. Yeah, everybody yes. has side. Uh, what are, were they? They had. Uh, they just had workmen <laughs> I don't in the background. That was fun to edit around. Um, <laughs> I also, you know, our first guest was Corinne Fisher, which I was really nervous to have because she's such a famous podcaster and a friend of mine for a long time. Yeah, she's, but she uh, was great. She just interviewed Kathy Griffin. I know. I They're like that. killing it. They're they doing so killing. great. My favorite, my favorite had to be Polly G. <laughs> Me too, I'm sorry. hands down. I know you don't want to edit things in, but you may have to edit in That's that true. one part. So for those of you who haven't heard the Polly G episode, it's everything. He's this old <laughs> Italian man from Brooklyn. Sounds, you know, just sounds exact, very Brooklyn. Owns one of the most famous pizza shops in New York City at mm-hmm. this point. And he agreed to be on the pod and he was just the sassiest, best. And 
we got to food news update and then he was like, he said he turned to us and gave us the the best shade yes you need to listen yes to listen to it right now how'd you feel about that Molly G? <laughs> I should have listened to your podcast before. I got- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He may be regretting being on here all of a sudden. <laughs> I mean. I mean. <laughs> I did just kind of con him into being on yeah. the pod. But that's the only, that's legit. The, the, that, that, what, 10 seconds of that clip. <laughs> I really wish I would have listened to that shit before I came on. <laughs> Thanks, Wally G. <laughs> oh, what that a sweet guy. I know that was amazing. That I mean, was that favorites. was like I had my birthday party there for like the goal of trying to get him to be on the pod, and then he was there, and then it all just worked out. I love when that sort of stuff happens. I really, you know, what I really loved about this journey is that, um, and the journey isn't over for me, but um, this journey was that you've had all your best friends on, right? And yeah. I've had two of mine, uh-huh. uh huh, three, uh, <laughs> but like just learning about these people in a different way these people that are close to you mm-hmm. in a different way mm-hmm. um and yeah I, I thought that was really really just really awesome because you think you know somebody so well right uh, kind of like somebody like john Chacon, who we had on talking all about catering and i just discovered all these new things that uh, right. i was like oh we've actually never spoken about this right. we've been friends for quite some time yeah you know yeah. Like the journey never ends. The journey never ends. And the it's not ending right now, folks. Ends. But you know what I think is coming to an end? <laughs> what? This episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, because yes, it's is... a two-parter. That's right, folks. So I'm not leaving quite yet. Next week is going to be my last episode. And I bet you're wondering why, why we just don't end it here. Why must we keep beating a dead horse? No. Because <laughs> we got to eat. Ease the listeners out yes, of me actually. into you. And it was, you never want to shove it or end something very so t- abruptly. Yeah, but never. also um, the end of the Golden Girls was two episodes. Really? Yeah, it was two episodes because hmm. uh, Dorothy met the man she was going to marry, and then in the second part of the episode, okay, I think the Diane Chambers episode. It takes a minute for yeah. people to go out. All right, folks. So then, stay tuned for next week because this episode is. To, to be, be continued. Goodbye. And thanks for listening to In, In Your, Your Mouth. Mouth.